Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. All right, and we are back in the lobby bar for the week of September the 18th, 2023. Brian and Michaela here with you, as always. And Michaela, we are not in the same lobby bar uh, today. We're not anywhere uh, near each other because you are traveling. You're back on the road. Uh, I was on the road last week. You're on the road this week. You are back to uh, Texas, a place where you've spent uh, many years of your life. You're back visiting some, seeing some friends, seeing some family, uh, having some drinks. Yeah, no, it's been really good. It's a last minute trip uh, to see my dad. Um, it's very exciting, um, very exciting stuff. We, uh, I made a stop at a bar in Houston for a few minutes. And by a few minutes, I mean, I basically stay there all night and I, it's called better luck tomorrow, which I don't know if that's a great name for a bar, but if you're in the Houston area, uh, you should stop there and you should buy all the drinks because it was uh, truly amazing. It's kind of a small place. Um, so you want to get there early, but I don't know. I had this thing called a pink lemon drop, which wasn't really all that pink, but it was very beautiful. Um, I had this, uh, it was like an Aperol spritz, but it had spirulina in it. So it was like this really beautiful, Mm. like sea green color, um, with some mint and, um, and then Anthony had this really cool, like, um, it was like a new old fashioned that looked really good. Um, it was very orangey, but it was very bright and, and very kind of like a like a very modern take on an old fashioned. It was really good. Mm, yeah, that sounds delicious. Uh, yeah, between uh, you and uh, Anthony, your husband, uh, you sent me all these cocktails you were having. Uh, you like drove through the night to get there and then I just uh, getting blown up with cocktails. They all looked very delicious. I have to say I was very jealous because uh, I was just setting at home. But that's that's OK. I did the same to you last week, right? When I was in Denver, um, I landed and I started sending you cocktails. And, and that's just how we do. Now, it's important to note that you're in Texas, uh, you know, to see some some family and to see some friends. Uh, but really, you're there because your husband is a fanatical uh, person about Pearl Jam. That's why you went, really. Uh, He is going to see Pearl Jam. Uh, And guess what, Michaela? I am flying out to Austin, Texas uh, here in just a couple of days uh, to see Pearl Jam uh, with him. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Now, I've seen Pearl Jam before. I've seen them uh, twice before, uh, once with my brother, big Pearl Jam fan, and once with your husband, uh, big Pearl Jam fan. So this will be show number three, but it is going to be my first trip to Austin, Texas. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully uh, your husband has some good spots to show me. I think he's got a couple places lined up, some of his uh, favorite haunts from when you guys used to live there. So I'm going to have to check back in, uh, give you a full recap on the cocktail situation of Austin, yeah. Texas. It's probably good. Probably, uh, I don't know, some sort of some sort of barbecue situation. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, yeah, you should be. I think it's going to be really fun. I definitely think I recommend a multivitamin beforehand. Uh, for going out on a on a night water um, water <laughs> yeah hydrate make sure uh you you eat a good meal uh and uh drink responsibly right <laughs> um yes. you're gonna be going to this famous street called sixth street uh we're probably gonna talk about it next time on the lobby bar because uh, i'm sure you're gonna have tons and tons of uh really cool um drinks that you're going to want to talk about and also live music because Austin likes to call itself the live music capital of the world. I don't know if that's true. Um, Mm. It is pretty popular for live music. um, And I know that that's something that's also near and dear to your heart. So I hope that uh, as well as the Pearl Jam concert, which I hope is epic and wonderful, that you also hear some other cool live music while you're while you're hanging out there, because uh, if you're going to be in Austin, those are the kind of things you do that and and 
uh, be glad that you're in air conditioning. Those are kind of the the, the top five. Search house air conditioning. See, uh, and apparently we have we have a I don't we have a place in mind uh, when your husband and I get together to see Pearl Jam because if Austin, Texas uh, says that they're the live music capital of the world. Last year, we saw them in Nashville, which thinks of themselves as the live music capital of the world. Uh, so I don't I don't know. That's that's just apparently our jam. So, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing uh, Pearl Jam and exploring someplace new and uh, getting some new flavors and seeing what Austin, Texas is all about. But you know what I'm all about, Michaela? Uh, that is this fall weather that is finally uh, dawning on us here a little bit. Um, so what I was what I was doing, what I thought I would bring to the lobby bar today for everyone is kind of this fall drink. But I wanted like a like literally when I was searching for it, I put in like early fall cocktails because I don't want like some something heavy. I don't want something like pumpkin spice, like nuts or like apple cidery nuts. Like I want something that, you know, is kind of. Uh, I don't know, kind of, kind of, kind of dark and, and enriching uh, in flavor, but you know, not, not quite, not quite those full blown, like fall uh, pumpkin spice flavors. So I found this um, from liquor.com um, and it was kind of these early fall recipes that they have put together. Um, this recipe comes from Phil Ward, who is a bartender extraordinaire from New York city. Um, he created the Waka old fashioned for death and co, which is one of these modern classic uh, cocktails. So apparently Phil Ward is good at his job. So I thought that this recipe would be good. Mm. And uh, remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about Benedictine and how we should use it in more stuff. This features yeah. that. It features Irish whiskey, which we're going to need for this week's uh, cocktail uh, when we talk about you too. So uh, this is going to be right up our alley here, Michaela. It is called the, the Good Cork. And let's put one together. Uh, so just into uh, rocks glass with a big ice cube, we're going to go with one ounce of a pot still Irish whiskey. Um, you can use like a, a fancy one, like Redbreast or something. You could just use Jameson or Telemordu if you want an ounce of that, an ounce of Mezcal, a half ounce of Benedictine, two dashes of Peychaud's bitters. So you're going to put this together basically just like an old fashioned uh, sort of there. And then you can garnish that with an apple slice. Uh, gives it a little hint of that fall. The Peychaud's is kind of this, this sweet, but fall type of a flavor um this is really good a little smoke from the mezcal a little honey note from the uh, irish whiskey loving this oh yeah this is like a very like grown-up fall drink i think this is i think it, it's interesting because it definitely brings in all of like like you said early fall notes to it right without being like a punch in the face of cinnamon sugar apple spice mm -hmm. pumpkin it's not, it, this is not for the basic bees out there. This is for people who. It's not uh, fireball have, and apple cider. That's right. It's also, it's deli not. also delicious. Also it's, delicious. But that is, that is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being basic, right? That's, that's uh, pumpkin spice. We're going to redo pumpkin spice uh, syrup pretty soon here and drink the movies. I'm sure of it. But this is like really like a sophisticated, like layer of flavors. Very, it kind of, I mean, it's very hearty, but I feel like it's also delicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because yeah, the it's, Benedictine, it's, it's got that mm -hmm. really just yeah, yeah, delicious. This, uh, yeah, this this is going to be really good. Uh, you know, kind of here in this early fall night, sitting around a uh, campfire or something like that. Uh, this sounds good to me. So, uh, check out that recipe. I'll put the link to it down in the uh, show description, and uh, we'll have pictures of it on our social medias and stuff like that. Uh, last week, Michaela, we talked about the Killers' Hot Fuss. That was a really uh fun album to dig into to talk about. We learned about a murder trilogy, which is also, I guess, good for fall. We talked about the third parts of that murder trilogy over on our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash Drink the Movies. That was uh that was really fun. Fun, uh, time to get into that and this week we have a daunting task ahead of us uh, a lot of people consider this to be like I, I like almost like biblical uh, to them 
in some sort of sense. We are talking about U2's The Joshua Tree. Um, I, I don't know. It's a it's an album from 1985 that has stood the test of time. It's sold lots of albums. Uh, looking forward to talking about U2. Are you a U2 fan, Michaela? I am. Uh, I am a U2 fan. I like their earlier stuff. So like Joshua Tree, right? Um, there's a there's a bunch of albums that, that we're going to talk about it uh, much more on our deep dive. But uh, I think I think people are very much I feel as a as a wife of a, sp- a spouse of a person who's a Pearl Jam fanatic. Um, it's it, it, there's this weird like U2 versus Pearl Jam dichotomy that happens. Um, and so it's very hard to talk up U2 and Bono, right? I, I really have enjoyed some of the the later sounds. He was part of the soundtrack for Sing 2, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. actually was a really fun soundtrack. Uh, if you're interested in in soundtracks, that I definitely think that he it brings like a, a different take on some of the songs that we're probably going to talk about in, in a few days. But um, yeah, I like U2. I'm really excited to to deep to dive deep into this because I remember Joshua Tree be taking over kind of the world for I don't know ten years because I didn't really get into it until the '90s and it came out uh, way before then. So. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to be talking about that on the main show this week uh, here on Thursday, and that's going to be volume eight uh, for Drink the Music. So we've already done like two months of these, Michaela. That is uh, pretty insane to think about. So uh, what we're going to be doing on our vote this week on Patreon is we're going to be throwing up a couple of the uh, the losers from the weekly poll, seeing if we can uh, give something a second crack at redemption. So what will it be? Uh, go over to our Patreon to uh, check that out and to vote. We'll get that put up here uh, shortly. But I don't know, Michaela, you have a lot of traveling to do, uh, people to see drinks to be had i have some packing to do to get ready to uh go do my own uh traveling to go see pearl jam so why don't we do this let's uh go ahead and put a pin here in this week's lobby bar and we'll see everyone on the main show this week thanks for tuning in